Welcome to the Way Up House podcast. This is the fourth episode and companion podcast to the three-part documentary streaming on YouTube. My name is Boyce, and on this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking to Jordan Hawkins. How are you, Jordan? Doing great, Boyce. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this. What What is your your writing tools? What do you, How do you write? Um, I typically write uh, playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the basis of my writing tools primarily, uh, but I also produce as well. So I pretty much pick up anything or everything mm-hmm. and try to make music with it. Okay. Yeah. What is your uh, your songwriting process like in general? Um, for me, my songwriting process is very fluid. Um, I kind of like to just write and build tracks at the same time. So I might record one element mm-hmm. and record elements until I feel like I'm musically inspired, you know, something comes from a writing phase and I just kind of start freestyling, singing until I come up with kind of like that first lyric that leads me to write the rest of the song. Okay. So uh, it usually starts more like with a groove or the instrumental part before you get to lyrics and melodies? Typically, typically. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I might have like a note written down if I'm like, I got like a fire idea that I want to write a song off of. But typically it starts with the music. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you do you collaborate with others in your songwriting, or is it just writing by yourself? Um, I collaborate with others pretty heavily. Um, part of a production collective uh, out in LA called Naive, um, and so we work together mm-hmm. pretty much every day. Me and my uh, partner, we have a basically like a crib where we like built a studio, and yeah. so we just wake up every day and get to it. So I'm I'm used to collaboration mm-hmm. quite often. Yeah. Okay. How uh, how do you know when you have a good song? I feel like it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. You know when a song is like that. It's just, I feel like, you know, as artists, we know when we're putting our best foot, foot forward and we know sometimes when it's just like whatever. But, you know, honestly, I will say uh, sometimes you make, how can I say this? Sometimes you make stuff and you don't realize how good it is just because mm-hmm. you might not be in the vibe yeah, that day. Yeah. So. Sometimes I'll make some stuff and I might not be that hot about it. And someone will be like, yo, like, do you know what you just did right here? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, so sometimes other people can tip you off to your genius when you're not fully aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been writing songs? I've been writing songs since I was probably like 15, okay. 15 years old, yeah. 14, 15. I started writing on the piano and then when I picked up a guitar, at middle middle school, that became like mm-hmm. my primary writing instrument. Okay, and uh, what did you uh, did you have any expectations coming into the house? Um, like I said, I, I didn't really expect too much other than to come have fun, collaborate, um, leave with a song. Like you know, I feel like just have access to also instruments and. A different creative tools that I don't have like access to every day. So mm-hmm. like knowing or like kind of expecting that there would be a drum kit here was exciting for me because I don't have a drum kit, you know, in my house. Yeah, so yeah. that's not something I get to use every day in kind of like a creative process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? What do you think you brought to the table, creatively? I feel like creative, creatively, what I bring to the table is like uh, musicianship first and foremost. Um, I grew up playing in the church, so like playing by ear and mm-hmm. just picking up things very quickly kind of comes second nature to me. Yeah. Um, and so like 
I feel like I always bring that into a room, just being able to like quickly adapt or forward, whatever is kind of going on. Mm-hmm. And just make up up on the fly. Okay. Yeah. Did you come into the house with uh, any insecurities? Not in particular. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. I feel like, you know, a lot of my insecurities over kind of like, you know, I've been doing music now for, I guess, professionally going on. I moved to L.A., what, seven years ago? So it's like you kind of work through those insecurities and figure out who you are. And, you know, you you always know, you know, your weak points as you kind of go through that process mm-hmm. and acknowledge them. And I've just chosen to to work on them and, you know, accept where I'm at, you know, yeah. kind of in my process of yeah. developing. Yeah. Well, uh, what were those, some of those weak points and how did you? I mean, at them? first I felt like um, when I first started writing, I wasn't necessarily the strongest or like the quickest writer. Mm-hmm. However, once I kind of started just writing every day, I feel like I got, I got to a point where I could knock out like two, three songs in yeah. like a six, seven hour span. Um, and so like that, that was a, a weakness that I just had to work on, you know, some things is just repetitions. Mm-hmm. You, you work a muscle over and over and over again. And then it doesn't, it's not as hard anymore. Yeah. 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 How did you uh, get to that work ethic, maintain that to the constant working on your craft? I mean, I feel like, honestly, I think part of it was seeing other people. I think other people inspired me as I was in LA and, you know, other producers or songwriters would let me come hang out with them, you know, as they would be working on huge projects. And I would just see like, okay, this is where people are like really at, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're (laughs) Grammy award winning or doing this or doing that. So like, I think that challenged me to up my game and, you know, up, you know, what I was able to bring to the table in every situation. And I feel like the only way I was going to be able to do that, was if I woke up every day and worked at it. Yeah. 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 So what would that look like? Uh, you're sitting, what, in front of the piano? Like, what does that look like? Two, three hours a day? Like, stolen moments? Like, I what? mean, honestly, I, we can do 12-hour days. Really? Like we, okay. it, music, you know, I don't really do anything else other than music right mm-hmm. now. I'm, I'm fortunate enough that right now, Music is able to pay my bills. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm rich, no. but, you know, I can pay my rent mm-hmm. and I can eat and I can get to where I need to go. Yeah. You know, I'm not living any type of extravagant lifestyle. But because of that, I feel like I just wake up and start doing it. Mm. And there hasn't really been a point where it's like stopping that unless it's like, OK, we got a show today or we got a photo yeah. shoot or there's other focuses, you know, in being an artist outside of, you know, just simply making music. Mm-hmm. But when I don't got nothing else to do, no social media, or I yeah. already did it ahead of time, I'm in the studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. is that any different for you uh, when the pandemic hit? To be quite honest, like, no and yes. So, like, I feel like every day during the pandemic, you know, I was working, I was accumulating um, accumulating songs, you know. Um, some songs that, like, I'm coming back to right now, getting ready mm-hmm. to release. Um, and then I would say... Yes, it was different because the pandemic was such an uncertain time that I didn't know when these songs were going to be released. So it was kind of like a a mental test to just keep going um, despite, I feel like, uncertainty. Yeah. Like I'd never felt so uncertain about being in music 
until the pandemic hit. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, any possible livelihood, like, ended for most musicians. No, or, most or definitely. at least altered. Most definitely. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, live music is kind of the, the foundation of the majority of the money that, you know, artists or musicians make. Um, because, you know, streaming doesn't pay a ridiculous amount. No, no. <laughs> so it's either, you know, like, it's, it's either brand partnerships or... Um, or performances, you know, touring, being on the road. And so obviously, like, the pandemic just completely eliminated the primary income stream for, yeah. you know, so many artists yeah, and musicians as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, tell me about your experience in the house. Like, uh, who did you get paired with? Paired I, up I was with? paired with Mo. Okay. Yeah. So you and Mo get together. You sit down. Uh, how, how do you start with the song? Like, what do you talk about first? I feel like it wasn't even that much talk. I think, you know. I love Mo. I love his energy, you know, what he brings to the table Mm -hmm. as a musician, as a producer, uh, as a super talented vocalist and, you know, writer as well. And so I feel like we were just able to sit down and like, I think both being kind of fans of each other and what, you know, each other do from the beginning, we're just able to be super free and just essentially jam. Mm -hmm. That was the creation of anything we were doing. We were just jamming and it was just coming together. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that was that was fun. Mm hmm. So, uh, so the jam, what came out of the jam first? Well, I think the first day, you know, we got to jam, we were just kind of like in the studio, we were a bit antsy because we didn't get much studio time the first day. Mm -hmm. And so we just jammed out on like synth and guitar. And I think, uh, jazz was actually down there too. She was doing something on drums and we had made an idea, but we didn't record it. Um, and then the next day, um, when we actually went in, uh, to the studio, we started jamming. And I started playing keys, which is kind of unusual for me mm-hmm. to start creatively. I usually just gravitate towards the guitar, but I was just like messing around, like seeing if I could find something. And then we started to build a song around that. Uh, Mo was playing synth, and then it all came together. We started yeah. to try to, you know, build out a song and, okay. you know, find an identity. Okay, what came for, uh, first or next? Uh, vocal melodies, lyrics? Um, once we had like tracked down the piano. In the synth, I remember just kind of like walking around the room and um, I just started singing melodies and lyrics started to come with it. And so once I kind of landed on a phrase that I felt was compelling enough to, you know, for one, start a song, Mm -hmm. I feel like then it just started flowing. Then I just sat down and started writing and then we came together and finished the song. Uh, What is the song called and what is it about? Um, The song is called Levitate and... It's really about, you know, how in love, you know, when you, there's always that person that you're like, you know, they're the one, but Mm -hmm. maybe you're looking at them from afar, right? So, like, there's some distance. It's not necessarily a relationship yet, but Mm -hmm. you know it could be obtainable. And, you know, you want them to fall for you because, like, in your eyes, it's like, it's already a done deal. Uh So, it kind of is about that, about kind of. Uh, you know, levitating off these emotions to reach this person that's kind of like metaphorically in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that something you write about? Like relationships? Like what are the, what are the themes you return to like to write about? Um, I feel like for me, yeah, relationships is kind of where my current uh, musical focus is right now with, you know, what I'm doing with what I'm releasing. I'm kind of doing like this project trilogy series right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first EP is called foreplay, which is kind of like this more, 
uh, lustful, sexy yeah, type yeah. of EP in the love stage. And then I'm going to have one um, titled For Loss and then one For Love. So it's it's kind of telling the story, but it's all kind of, you know, based around, you know, my experiences of relationships, mm-hmm. uh, being out in L.A. over like you know, these past kind of seven years and what those emotions have you know, given me and how it's kind of lended along my journey. Mm-hmm. I feel like love is kind of a very easy place to focus for me um, because, you know, I just love to like sit down and sing to people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like women in particular, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to give some, you know, guys something that they can, uh, you know, play for their lady as well. Or yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I also write about other things, okay. you know, it can get, deeper than that sometimes oh, okay. i have those emotional moments of you know self-reflection mm-hmm. i feel like it's everybody does <laughs> yeah yeah so uh were there any hiccups or uh compromises and you two you and mo working together honestly not or negotiation really. i feel like it was it wasn't really it wasn't too hard like we i don't i really didn't even come in wanted to make it difficult and i don't think he did either mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. just like let's create something Let's not put too much pressure on yeah. it. You know, we're fortunate enough to be in, you know, upstate New York in this like nice villa uh-huh. with, you know, free food, free drinks, <laughs> all the nine, all these uh-huh. instruments. Like it's hard to really, and it, it, it didn't really feel like too much pressure. It was mm-hmm. just like, let's have fun and let's make something. Yeah. I feel like because we both had that energy, it wasn't really too many hiccups. Oh, okay. Did you, uh, did you have any uh, like ideas you brought with you or anything in preparation? Quite honestly, no. Mm-hmm. You know, I had thought about doing that, but then sometimes you just got to let stuff happen. Like, I didn't want to overthink it, mm-hmm. especially not knowing exactly what the process was going to look like, you know, kind of in between filming and things of that nature. So I feel like I just wanted to come at a place where it was like, anything can kind of happen. And I feel like I also didn't feel that much pressure because, you know, I, I write pretty much every day. So yeah, it's just yeah. like, for me, it's, it's like an exercise, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time. Okay. It's like working out. Was, uh, do you get used to have being observed while you were doing this? Um, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not new to the camera, you know, yeah. like also being, uh, artists in, in, in the age of like social media and mm-hmm. having to be recorded, just to capture content at all times and just wanting it to seem organic and natural, you kind of just learn to ignore it and just be in the vibe of what you're doing, you know, because I feel like that also just makes it better for, you know, the visual team. They get to Mm -hmm. capture something that seems authentic instead of seeming, you know, contrived or forced. Yeah. Uh, What do you think were uh, your strengths you brought to the house? I think strengths are definitely... um, musicianship um i feel like i'm also in in a group setting kind of like growing up playing you know in the church or like you know playing in in a band naturally and like being in and out of jam sessions just kind of being able to also give space to others Mm -hmm. like not trying to take up too much space you know in a room of you know six talented people i feel like you have to kind of play your role play your role step back play your role you know and i feel like that allows for everyone to kind of immerse themselves in a way that they feel comfortable mm-hmm. yeah did you uh what do you see your role was as i feel like my role um for a good portion of this was kind of um 
creating harmonic spaces. What I mean by that is kind of like think of like different chord changes or things of that nature. Um, I know like a lot of the chords in the jam sessions, I was kind of like uh, leading that front, just trying to figure out things on guitar, whether they were like, oh, we need something more high energy. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's try this or that. Um, and then, you know, I would provide melody, you know, where where I felt like it was adequate. Yeah. And uh, how do you two, did you mesh that into with another person? Um. Well, I feel like, honestly, it just kind of happened naturally. Like, I feel like Mo's also, you know, a super talented musician. Um, keys is his primary instrument and guitar is mine. So I feel like that's already something that yeah. kind of works complementary. And then I feel like vocal wise, I feel like our voices, while very different, kind of function in the same way and i feel like we can kind of do a lot of the same things Mm -hmm. so there was nothing that he would sing that was like too crazy for me to achieve or like nothing that i was seeing that was like too crazy for him i feel like we were both kind of like oh dope or like we appreciated each other's you know melodic input okay were there uh was there anything that any insecurities that you had coming into this about yourself um personally creatively not necessarily. I mean, we I, we touched on those briefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And did you uh, think uh, to hide them? <laughs> mm, not really. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I mean, no. Nah. And uh, so what do you next? The uh, You said you have the trilogy coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the first part's out already. Yeah. So my the first one's dropping in October, actually. Mm-hmm. So I've released two singles. Um, from it, superpower mm-hmm. and play, which are both doing pretty well right now. Okay. They've been getting playlisted on some pretty big playlists on okay. Spotify, um, which is nice. And yeah. I've gotten a couple more opportunities. Like I'm about to go to Oakland and play a festival. And we're just gonna see what the rest of the yeah. what the rest of this year brings as I release this. And I'm yeah. just looking forward to going into next year. Mm-hmm. You know, potentially touring, and you know, obviously continuing to work with Yamaha. Okay. Do you see a connection between what you and Mo made with what your solo work? Um, I feel like definitely. I feel like my writing style is kind of unique. So anytime I'm writing something, I feel like it's going to fit kind of with where I've kind of developed it to be nowadays. I feel mm-hmm. like I've kind of found my sound in my pocket. So I kind of don't really overthink the creative process. I just... Yeah do what feels natural yeah, yeah yeah how did you uh get to your sound and what do you think that is i think like discovering your sound is a bunch of trial and error you know it's figuring out what you don't like what you like what works you know what works well when you play it on stage you know how could it be better on stage mm-hmm. um what is your skill set in the studio you know where could you see yourself improve how can you make things better um what's actually true to you and you know, how does that come across in the music? Yeah. You know, what elements do you want to highlight or, you know, what elements are not really necessary sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in going through that process of trial and error, you kind of land upon, you know, a sound that like you feel is proud of. Cause I feel like when I first started making music, I was like, Oh, let me make music like this person makes. Mm-hmm. Let me make like a, like this person makes. And you know, you get all these different, Sounds and I think diversity is important, right? Mm-hmm. In in any project, you don't want a project that just sounds like the same thing top to bottom. Yeah. But I think there is a co- certain cohesion in an artist understanding like their identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
How do you figure that out for yourself, or do you have someone who you can trust that can kind of give you feedback on that? I mean, it's, it definitely comes from having a strong team, um, which I feel like I've been able to um, build over these past seven years. Um, both my managers are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They keep it pretty honest with me. So I feel like that's one kind of sounding board. And I feel like they've also been there long enough to, you know, see me go through that process, mm-hmm. you know, on like a daily, on yeah. a daily basis. What is something that they've uh, told you you need to work on? I mean, like, you know, I feel like writing, writing was, was my biggest task. Like, I just wanted to be the best writer that I could be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, I'm still on a journey of getting better and better and better. But I think that for me was, was the one, was the one that Mm -hmm. I, that I really delved into over the pandemic, over these past couple of years. Yeah. Focus on is that getting better just by the volume of doing it most definitely mm-hmm. i think like it, it's a it's definitely a, a volume thing mm-hmm. it's definitely a volume thing it's like ten thousand hours yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all those songs like uh when you get to the end of that all those songs what uh comes along comes out of all those songs like what do you i mean some songs sit on my hard drive mm-hmm. in some songs end up getting released quicker than others, but I feel like, you know, it's interesting because I go back sometimes to, to things and rework them or make them better. So I don't think any idea is ever, um, like a bad idea. You know, honestly, it's just Mm -hmm. when that inspiration strikes, you know, you want to have things that you can go back to and pull from as well. Yeah. Is there, uh, as you wrap this up, uh, was there anything about yourself personally or as an artist that you feel you learned over the last three days? Um, most definitely. I feel like I, I've learned that I care a lot about music, mm-hmm. probably a lot more than I do about kind of like the the filming or reflective process of yeah. kind of capturing that process. I think I've definitely learned... Um, that about myself um throughout this mm-hmm. yeah expand on that like, no what did I mean, you learn about yourself i mean you know i mean that's what i learned about myself yeah. to to expand upon it you know i wish that you know we had a bit more time mm-hmm. to kind of like focus more on the music than you know the the creative process of formulating this kind of like documentary around yeah. around everything you know mm-hmm. Were you concerned about, even though you have written songs quite quickly, quickly were you yeah. concerned about getting the song done? And would it be something that you're proud to put your name on it? Was that a concern? I mean, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think that just where I'm at right now, kind of creatively, I, I, I wasn't really worried about that. I don't know really how to explain it. It just mm-hmm. wasn't something that I was worried about coming in here. <laughs> And accomplishing, I mm-hmm. was like, "We're gonna make something dope. We're gonna make something that I'm proud to sing and put my name on." But that's because I was just, I wasn't gonna settle for anything yeah. less yeah. than that. I think that was my standard coming in. So, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we we walked out with. I feel like, yeah. yeah. Did you uh, did you two push each other? 
I think we definitely pushed each other, but I think, you know, we were just very receptive to each other's ideas. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, if Mo had an idea, I was like, oh, maybe we should, we should strip this back here or do this. I'm just like, okay, cool. Let's try it. Yeah. You know, let's try anything and everything. And so I feel like it pushed me to just open up even more creatively, knowing that this is something that we're both doing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I wanted us both to be happy with the final product. Yeah. 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 What, uh, what did you learn from working with Mo? I feel like from working with Mo, I, I really learned kind of the importance of simplicity, simple elements. Um, I feel like I can, or I've had the tendency to kind of overthink things, you know, in the past, in the process of kind of growing into my own or like, mm-hmm. you know, being an instrumentalist, um, and being able to kind of do a lot of things, you know, on my instrument, the guitar, I feel like I can kind of make things sometimes more complicated mm-hmm. than they need to be. And so I feel like in working with Mo, I was just like, okay, I like how he does things that are super simple, but yeah. like, they're just super dope. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like that really pushed me to be like, okay, let me find something that complements that. Like just something super simple, mm-hmm. but super dope. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, I feel like you're not doing all that much overthinking if you're so productive. Right? <laughs> 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 or is that just in your head? What, what do you think about that? I mean, I think it's, 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 it's a reflective process that is like, you know, outside of, a one-on-one conversation like you know i know myself for for years mm-hmm. and years retrospectively also kind of just receiving feedback from good friends that are yeah. like honest with me that i can be honest with that are just like yo you overthinking this this like you kind of doing too much right yeah, now yeah it's like all right for sure for sure you know yeah. what i'm saying like so i just know like where i've grown from and so i can like look back and kind of see my growth um over just just songs you mm-hmm. know they're kind of like milestones for me like i was here when i was creating this batch of songs or i was here or there you know yeah. so I, I don't think i was overthinking here necessarily okay. too much you know uh-huh. but I, I think that that has been something that like you know i've 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 seen growth in okay yeah and uh what do you think you're gonna take away from this that will uh help you as an artist I think for me, what I'm going to take away from this um, is that you can step into a space with anybody, you know, if you and and create something beautiful, if you come in with, I guess, just clean, kind of clear intentions, Mm -hmm. um, as little ego as possible and just, you know, lend yourself, you know, as a as a vessel of creativity to To make something compassionate, yeah. Okay, and you feel like you accomplished that? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, did I leave anything out? Um, anything I, express? I don't think so. I think we we covered a lot of great things, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you, boys. Sure, Thanks. sure. This is a pleasure. I enjoyed doing this, man. I wish you uh, all the best. Thank you. Future Same to you. <laughs>